Let me ask you a question. Who remembers Who remembers what this is? Can you remember? It's been a while, isn't it? Honestly, like I had to go to, I had to go to the bank and then I had to go to the shops just to get one of these. That's how rare they are these days. Didn't have any at home. Who would like it? Put your hands up if you would like this. I'm seriously going to give it away this morning. Hand up if you like it. Bessie would like it. I detect a slight twitching where your mum is holding your hand up there, but anyway. Okay, hands up. Well, I, I can't give it to... Shall I just cut it into... How many people wanted it? Oh, there's quite a few. Shall I just cut it into lots of little, little squares and give you a little bit? Would that work? No. Okay. Can you pick a number between 1 and 12? Pick a number. Four. Okay, hands up who wants this? Okay, remember you're in church now. Hands up. Keep your hand up if your birthday is in April. I, I see a new hands going up all of a sudden. <laughs> April. Okay, we've got three. Oh, look, there are new hands. Okay, hands up high if your birthday's in April. Remember you're in church here. God's watching you. Okay, one, two, three, four, five. Right, okay. Uh, okay. Okay, P pick a number between 1 and 30. 26. Anybody's birthday on the 26th of April? No, what a shame. <laughs> okay, who, who's, who's got a birthday close to the 26th of April? When's yours? No. No, he's just, he's just in for money. What? Which is that? 18th? Anybody closer than the 18th? No, May the 1st doesn't. It's got to be April. April? April in April, but what day is your birthday? 9th. No, we need it near... I think... Who's, whose was it? Well, that's just, well, it's ladies first, isn't it? There you go. Okay, there you go. That's yours. You're welcome. How many times do you ever go to church and you get given a fiver? The offertory's coming, don't worry. Can we uh, switch the screens over, please? You know, we all love blessings, don't we? You didn't think today that you were going to come to church and receive five quid, did you? No. We love to have blessings, unexpected things happening to us. They're just beautiful, aren't they? And today we're here because... Oh, is this not going to work now? Hang on. Because we're going to ask God to bless... Okay, can you uh, flip it forward for me? Ask God to bless Bessie. But what is a blessing? I mean, you just received a blessing because I just gave you five pounds. 
I'm not looking at my wife because she's going, what's he doing giving away money? But what are we really doing when we're asking God to bless us? What is it that we're really trying to say? And we're going to look at that today. Next screen, please. Next. What are we really asking God to do? We're going to, we're going to ask the family to come up and sponsors, and we're going to lay hands on, on Bessie, and we're going to ask God to bless her. But really, what are we doing today? What is it we're going to ask? Next, please. We're going to look in the Bible because the Bible gives us the answer. And this story comes from Luke chapter 5. This is at the start of Jesus' kind of ministry. So he's calling his disciples. He, went, he started ministry off when he was about 30 years of age. And he went and then he called a number of disciples and said, Hey, come and follow me. And this is one of those occasions about how he called them. It says this in Luke 5. One day, as Jesus was standing by the lake of Gennesaret, that's the Sea of Galilee, the people were crowding around him and listening to the word of God. He saw at the water's edge two boats left there by the fishermen who were washing their nets. He got into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, and asked him to put out a little from the shore. Then he sat down and taught the people from the boat. When he'd finished speaking, he said to Simon, put out into the deep water and let down the nets for a catch. Simon answered, Master, we've worked hard all night and haven't caught anything, but because you say so, I will let down the nets. When they had done so, they caught such a large number of fish that their nets began to break. So they signaled their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both boats so full that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw this, he fell at Jesus' knee, Jesus's knees and said, Go away from me, Lord. I am a sinful man. For he and all his companions were astonished at the catch of fish they had taken. And so were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, Simon's partners. Then Jesus said to Simon, Don't be afraid. From now on you will fish for people. So they pulled up their boats on the shore, left everything, and followed him. Let's pray. Father, as we have just read your word, we ask that you would send your spirit to just bring it to life for us today. We thank you in the name of Jesus. Amen. So what are we really asking God to do? Well, I think there's a number of things that we're going to ask God to do today. The first is this. Who is this really handsome fella? Any answers? My twin brother is not the right answer. Is it me? Top of the class. See, everybody else just laughing. But who am I? That's the question. Who really am I? Well, I'm a preacher, but I'm also the son of my two parents. There they are. You can spot them somewhere around here today. Who else am I? Well, I have a brother. I'm a younger brother that was mercilessly bullied all my younger days, if he's watching. Uh, who else? I'm a husband to a beautiful lady. Right? Okay, what else? Father to two amazing children. 
Some things never change, eh? What else? I have a wider family. That's my mother-in-law. In, uh, in, well, that's in Canada, but she's now in Holland. And we have much wider family as well. Who are, what else? So I love to lead worship in God's church. I love pastoral visiting and meeting people and being with them. I love praying for people and being a channel of God's grace into people's lives. Love outdoors, cooking and doing other things. Not necessarily sleeping outdoors anymore, but I love sweet things. I love eating cream teas, delicious. What else? I love visiting different places around the world. That's in Tanzania, in Mwanza. What else? Love sports. Anybody know where that is? It's not Wembley. I love sports, I said. Sorry. Anybody know? You were there. You ought to know. That's the new camp in Barcelona. What else? I enjoy sports as well, not just watching them, but doing them too. That's just before we fell off the boards. No, I wasn't. Love walking out in the countryside, and we're so blessed around here with the Chilterns and so much beautiful countryside around. What else? Love making things. That's the garden at home. Made the deck and that thing where we, uh, octagonal thing and the raised beds, and I love doing things with my hands like that. What else? Oh, yeah, I love relaxing too. Lying in a hot tub. Okay. That's me, and so much more besides, right? What we have in the Bible, if you like, is pictures of what God is like. It's as though God was to take that kind of same snapshot and say, hey, let me show you who I am, and I'll show you by lots of different pictures. And one of the pictures we have today is, is this picture of this story with Jesus and Peter and James and John. Think back to the story for a moment. If we have the next picture. Next, please. The story tells us who God is. Here they are, these guys are fishermen, been fishermen, grown up in the fishing business. Zebedee, their father, was the, the fisherman, and their sons, James and John, were fishermen. Peter was a partner in the business. They knew fishing. And they've been out all night on the water. Can I have the next picture, please? And it would have been in a boat that looks something like that. It's not like a big fishing boat that we see in the North Sea. It's just a kind of a boat like that. That's uh, out on Lake Victoria in Africa. That's the kind of same kind of boats. And it's a dangerous business. A lot of when the winds come, often these boats turn over and people lose their lives. So they had to know their business really well. And they were out there, and it says in the Bible that they were there all night fishing, and they just cast their nets on the top of the surface, and then you pull them in, and then you cast them out, and you pull them in, and you hope that there's a, a shoal of fish. That's why you have to do it at night. Put some lights down. It attracts the fish up to the surface, and then you catch them in. And Peter said, we've been doing it all night, and there was nothing. We caught 
nothing. And so Jesus comes along the next day and says, hey, I, I wouldn't mind getting in a boat like that because there's a big crowd of people. Let me just go out off the shore a little bit just so that everybody can see me. And so he pulls out, and then he says to him, let's go, and, let's go fishing. And he, he said, like, master, he said. So he's kind of polite, but then he kind of says, you're an idiot, right? You're a carpenter, I'm a fisherman. What do carpenters know about fishing? Not a lot, right? You might be good with your hands, but leave the fishing business to me. He says, you, you don't know, you don't go fishing in the middle of the day because the fish are at the bottom and we only have little nets that go to the top. And you, you don't go out into the deep water if you're in the middle of the day because the only place you're going to catch any fish in the middle of the day is in the shallow water. Everybody knows that. What are you thinking? And then he says, I guess Jesus probably just looked at him and gave him one of those stares. All men know what those kind of stares are that said, come on. And he went out there, and he said, okay. And they went out, and he threw the net over, and you know in the story, like every big fish in the Sea of Galilee decided to jump into that net. And suddenly the boat, because it's like this, if you've got a big heavy load of fish on one side, the boat's going to start tipping over, and water's starting coming on, and he's going, hey, we're going to drown here. So he calls over his mates, and they come out, and they start together pulling on all this amazing amount of fish. Now, why? Why did Jesus do that? Why did he do that? He did it because he wanted them to know who he really is. He wanted them to know that he is someone that doesn't have to, in a sense, abide by what we think we know about things. The God can say, hey, do this, and even though it goes against every kind of sense that you know about, if God says do it, then something's going to happen. Which is why afterwards Simon suddenly goes, you know what, get away from me. I suddenly recognize that you are kind of up here and I'm sort of down here. Like there's a gulf between us and I should not be where you are because I recognize who I am. And the reason that God loves to bless us, one of the reasons is to show us who he truly is. He blesses us with an abundance. He blesses us with five pounds when we're not expecting it. Because he wants to show us, hey, I'm not like you. I'm not the same as you. I'm so different. I'm so much more. I want you to know who I really am. See, the problem is we kind of put God in a box all the time. We try and bring God down to our level so that we can understand. And God says, I'm going to bless you so you just recognize that I'm so much more than that. Where's that five pound gone? You still got it? You gave it away. Did I say it? Okay, who's got the five pound? Okay, come here. That's all right. Yeah, that'll come with you. Okay. Yeah, you can come out there. Huh. <laughs> Hold it up so everybody can see. It's the same five pound, right? It's fake. It's not fake. 
What I want you to do is I want you to look around and see somebody you don't know. Give it away. Give it away to someone you don't know. You don't know their name. You've never seen them before. Just give it away. There you go. <sighs> My five pounds going well, isn't it? Second thing, why does God bless us? He blesses us to be a blessing. You know, many, many people just say, God bless me, bless me, bless me, bless me, bless me. And God says, no, 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 no. Not going to happen. Why? Because God always wants us to be a channel of blessing. God wants to bless you so you can bless other people. Look what he says in here. He says to Peter, he says, you know what? I didn't just do this so that you could have a bonanza day in the fishing business, so that you could sell all these fish and go on holiday to the Caribbean. He said, I did this. Why? So that now you're going to go and fish for people. You're going to go and be a blessing to other people. You're going to take what I'm going to show you, and you're going to use it to benefit others. And you know what happens when you do that? What happens when you allow God to flow through you and into other people? I'll show you what happens. Gary, come up here. You know what happens? Five pounds becomes 10 pounds. You're welcome, mate. When we, I'm going to cut this sermon short in case it gets too expensive. When we, when we bless other people, you know what happens? God blesses us as we're blessing others. And that five pounds becomes 10 pounds, and we kind of go, wow, this is just amazing. But if we just want to be the, the, the recipient of the blessing, it's kind of like this. Let's have the next picture. That's a, that's, that's a stagnant pool, right? That's where water is not flowing. You ever been near one of those? They stink. They're bad, isn't it? Would you go swim in there? It's like rice lip lido, right? You don't go swimming in rice lip lido. We, we were up there the other week, and somebody was in the water in rice lip lido. They were doing a photo shoot, this woman. And she comes out with a leech attached to her leg. That's, that's why they have signs up. Don't go in. Because it's not fresh flowing. Next picture. Now that, that might be cold. That's near Banff in, in, in uh, Old Jasper in Canada. But you won't get any leeches in there. They'll be washed off. Because it's fast flowing and it's clean and you can see the difference in the color. And God wants us to be people that bless other people. Don't just ask God for a blessing in your life. Ask him to bless you so you can be a blessing to other people. Because that's the way it works. He said to Peter, from now on, you're going to do this. Go and be a blessing. And so what did Peter do? Well, next screen, please. 
Next. He left everything, verse 11, it says, to follow. You see, I know Gary. I know what he's like. And I bet he's thinking to himself right now, come out here again. <laughs> he's thinking to himself, because he's a businessman. He's thinking, you got my tenor. He has. He wasn't giving that one away. Fiverr, yeah, but the tenor, he's got it in his pocket. He's thinking to himself, what happens if I give this tenor away? Then I wonder what's going to happen. 30. <laughs> now you're pushing it. Well, why don't you try? Give it away and see what happens. Somebody you don't know, go be a blessing. Come here. 20. Now I am going to stop. You see, the other reason that God blesses us is to encourage us to want more. He doesn't just want us to have a little bit of himself. He doesn't just want us to, to, to understand a tiny bit. He says, you know what? I am so big that there is more and more and more. And the more we give, the more we ask and say, make me a blessing, the more that God flows through us, the more we do that, so it grows and it grows and it grows. It's not going to grow any further today. So Gary, just relax now, okay? That's it. But with God, it just can keep growing and growing and growing because his storehouses are so full that he never wants to stop giving. There's a verse in Scripture that happens just a little bit later in Luke, and it says this. For you then, that's human parents, know how to give good gifts to your children. How much more with your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask? And the Holy Spirit is the channel of God's blessing in and through us. In a couple of seconds, we're going to ask Bessie to come up with the family, and we're going to ask God to bless her. Why are we doing that? It's not just so it's a nice day, as nice as it is. But we're going to ask God to bless her for those same reasons, to reveal himself to her in her life. Secondly, so that she can be a blessing to others as she continues to grow and mature in her life. And thirdly, so that she might want more and more and more of God. You're not going to start crying on me. That's, that's just not good. And the truth is, as true as it is for Bessie, it's true for all of us. It works the same whether you're Bessie's age or whether you're Marjorie's age. Marjorie's older than me, aren't you? Yeah. Right? God just keeps on doing it. And so we can ask God today, if we want to, for that kind of blessing. And say, Lord, bless me so that I may know you, I may be a blessing, and I want to know you more. Let's pray. Father, as we come now to bless Bessie, Lord, it's not just something nice that we're doing, but it's something significant in her life. Lord, we're asking that you would reveal yourself to her, that you would use her as a channel, increasing channel of your blessing to others. 
And we're asking that you would give that, that hunger in her heart to know you more. And Lord, as we do that for Bessie, may we do it also for ourselves today. That each one of us would see you in a new way. Each one of us would, would know what that experience is like to receive that blessing, not just from you into our lives, but through our lives into others. And that through that we will want more and more and more of knowing who you are. Guide us today, we pray. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. So I'm going to ask uh, these guys. It feels so weird doing this to your own family. It's beautiful, though. So beautiful. And the, uh, the godparents, if you want to come up today, up to the front. And we're going to pray. Now, Anthony was going to be here, but he uh, sadly has uh, gone down with COVID, so he can't be here today. He decided not to bless us by infecting us all. So Ed's uh, kindly standing in. So awesome, man. You look kind of the same, so it's good. So, uh, pardon? All right, awesome. So welcome, all of you. We come together as part of God's family. We want to welcome especially Natalie and Michael, who have come to give thanks to God for the birth of their daughter, Bessie, as you. Sweetie. To seek God's blessing upon her and to dedicate themselves to the responsibilities of parenthood. We share in Bessie's blessing. We welcome her as Jesus welcomed all those little children. And we affirm that it's the duty of parents and the church together to show the love of God into everybody's lives. In the New Testament, it says in Mark's gospel that people were bringing little children to Jesus in order that he might touch them and bless them. And the disciples tried to keep them away. But when Jesus saw this, he was indignant. And he said to his disciples, let the little children come to me. Do not stop them, for it is to such as these that the kingdom of God belongs. Truly, I tell you that whoever does not receive the kingdom of God as a little child will never enter it. And he took them up in his arms, and he laid hands on them, and he blessed them. And that is what we will do today. So I'm going to ask you as parents, Natalie and Michael, and you answer, I do, in case you'd forgotten. Do you thank God for the gift of Bessie? And do you as parents dedicate yourselves again to God? There you go. And do you promise so to order your lives that Bessie will be surrounded by love and goodness? Awesome. And to you guys as godparents, it's an important role that you're taking on here. So I'm going to ask you, and you say we do. Do you promise by God's help to pray for Bessie and her home and family and support them? That's babysitting, all those kind of things, right? As you are able, as a minister of Christ's love. Awesome. 
So, we need to stand to do this. You want to come down? So, Bessie. Patricia Varka, the blessing of God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you now and always. Amen. God bless you. You guys are going to sort of wander up and show everybody. And as we do that, uh, Ronnie's going to sing the blessing over Bessie. So just uh, remain seated and you can uh, get a close-up view and then come back and we're going to pray for you all. If you want to take pictures, I guess if that's okay with you guys, yeah, then as you walk up, they can take pictures. Awesome. You can clap as well. Amen.
So let's pray together. God, our creator, we thank you for the gift of Bessie. We thank you for the love that prepared for her coming and welcomed her into the world. And we rejoice with Natalie and Michael in their hopes for her future. Be with them in their home. Guide them in the upbringing of their daughter and deepen their knowledge of the love of Christ. Give them and us the grace so that Bessie and her family may find in Christian fellowship the source of strength and love. God of love, we commend Bessie into your care. Give her health of body and mind and in due time draw her to yourself to make her own profession of faith in you and to commit her life to Christ as Savior and Lord. So may she serve you and receive and continue to receive blessing upon blessing in her life and through her into the life of everyone that she meets and at the last share in the joys of your eternal kingdom. For we ask all this for her through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. God bless you.